0: In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. We are on the fourth Sunday of the Great Lent. And we have on this day the story of the Samaritan woman. and Samaritans are enemies of the Jews because the Samaritans didn't actually believe in the Holy Scripture. They only believed in the five books of Moses. So the Jews did not really like it and they considered them are not of them. So they were separated from the Jews and they were not dealing with each other. But the Bible tells us The Bible tells us that the Lord had to go through Samaria. Had to go through Samaria. They are enemies of us. But the Lord has to go. Why? Why? He walked six hours. To go through Samaria and to sit on the well, waiting, waiting for the Samaritan woman. Why, Lord? Because he is looking for everyone, he is looking for the Samaritans as well as the Jews. Is looking for everyone in need. This woman was mentioned in the Bible for a very special aspect of our needs the emotional needs. This woman had five husbands and a boyfriend as well, yani, on top of the five husbands. I know there are some people have four husbands, but this went beyond. Yani, five husbands and on top of them a boyfriend who she was not married to. So, what this woman was looking for? Satisfaction, emotional satisfaction, love. But she couldn't find that love. She couldn't find that love. And it is clear because she is changing one after one, one after one, one after one, and there is no satisfaction. Then the Lord saw her in desperation and wanted really to lead her to real satisfaction. So he decided to meet her. And that is why he was waiting waiting for her on the well. This woman came and she was um, changing no? before. Yes. Came to fill water in her bucket or her pot and while she was filling the water the Lord said to her give me water to drink and she looked at him she found him a joke And, of course, there is enmity between the Jews and Samaritans. So she said to him, You are a Jew, I am a Samaritan. We don't deal with each other. End of the story. Don't talk to me. But the Lord said to her, If you know who is asking you You would have asked me to give you water. How come? How come? You are the one who is asking for the water now. You can give me water? That's very strange. Who are you? And she looked at him and said to him, you haven't even had a bucket where would you get the water from? And the Lord said to her if you want me to give you water I will give you a living water. A living water doesn't need the bucket. Doesn't need a pot a living water is completely different story. Then before. Then the Lord said to her. Whoever drinks from this water you drinking from will be thirst again. But whoever drinks from the water I give, he will never be thirst again. A little, really? Really? So if I drink from your water, I would not come to this well ever again? He said, yes. I said, can you give me this water, please? I need it. I don't mind. You are our enemy, but I don't mind. But if you give me this water, I, I will be very grateful. Then the Lord said to her, go and call your husband. And I wanted... We wanted together to see our emotional needs. It could be internal, it could be external. Internally, when we we need (coughs) satisfaction, We need peace, we need to feel safe, but with emotional disturbance we always live in fear, we always become unsettled, we have our lives not stable. External needs we go for relationship or sometimes we go for to cover our emotional needs we go for much work to keep ourselves busy and not thinking of ourselves. Workaholics. It's a treadmill, work, 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 I'm not thinking of anything else. But the Lord, when he looked at this woman, he wanted to help her and that is why he was at the well, where she usually goes. So the first thing to have your emotional emotions to be fulfilled is to come to the well. You can't really fulfill your emotions unless you come to the world, well, because the Lord is always there. And the second point, you have to ask. You have to ask to have this living water. But to ask for living water, you need to do what? You need to give up your own water, you have to give up your own unsatisfying water, which is the human emotion or the world's emotions that never fulfill our lives i was yani reading some statistics keda, about it, marriage and it says yani, to get married in people to get married in england here it's worse than usa they Go from relation to relation to relation to relation to relation, and after masalon, eight, ten relations, they settle to get married. And after marriage, what is the percentage of divorce? What is the percentage of divorce? 1.2 One in in 2.3. One in 2.3. Nearly nearly 50%. Why? Unsatisfaction, unsatisfaction, unsatisfaction. And the Lord here wanted to tell all of us The world cannot give you full satisfaction. The world can give you some satisfaction, but not everything. But the Lord gives you absolute satisfaction. The Lord here is saying to her, you drink from this water, from the water of the world, from the emotions of the world, you will be thirst again. It will never satisfy you. But when you drink from the water I give you, you will be fully satisfied. And we said, the only one who can give you so, is the Lord, nobody else. So that is why you need to come to the well and you need to ask. But you don't you don't ask for the living water and keep your water. You have to leave your bucket. You have to leave your pot to take that living water. What is our pot, or our bucket, is our ways in satisfying ourselves, or our emotions. No matter how, everyone is different, but the point is, are you ready to leave your ways to take the living water If you are ready to do so, then you will have it. You will have it. What is the third thing the Lord did say? After, after. Yes. Go before. Go and call your husband what the Lord wants her to do. She has five men and another extra man. <coughs> All of them could not satisfy her. So the Lord wanted from her what? Forgiveness. They left you. Did you forgive them or not? They actually gave you miserable life. That's why they left you. They actually hurt you. Actually made you to suffer. Are you still... Suffering from them, you have to forgive. To have my living water, you need to leave your water, all these men, all this water from the world, and take my living water. But before you take the living water, you need to forgive. You cannot have the living water without forgiving all the others. Why? Because I will forgive you. And if you don't forgive the others, you will not have my own forgiveness. You don't deserve forgiveness from me. But I love you and I came to forgive you. But to forgive you, you have to forgive the others. To take my love, you have to love the others. And that is why the Lord said to this woman, go and call your husbands. It simply means, do you remember all the misery you have passed through, can you forgive? She said to him, I have no husbands. And the one who is with me now is not my husband. He said, you said the truth. You said the truth. Because you had five husbands and the one who is with you is not your husband. When she said, I have no husband, as if she is saying, Lord, I have no one. I have no one to give me satisfaction. I have no husband. And in spite of, she was living with a man. But saying so is saying to the Lord... I am not satisfied and I have nobody to look after me. I forgive. I forgive. Then the Lord at this moment when you forgive he will forgive you. We say in our Father who art in heaven, what? What do we say in our Father who art in heaven? Forgive us our trespasses? Huh? Huh? As we forgive those who trespass against us. If you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven. Yes? Arfin, our Lord Jesus Christ, went uh, to Bethesda and found that man who was paralyzed for 38 years. And he went to that man and asked him, Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? And what that man did say, I have no man. I have no man to throw me in the lake. So I will be healed. Whenever I want to go to the water, someone jumps before me. So the Lord said to him, When you have no man, I will be yours. I came from you, for you. Why? Because you have no man. This Samaritan woman said the same, I have no husband, I have no man. And the Lord said to her, Then I am yours. Then I am yours. Next. Next. When she asked him, when she said to him, I have no man, she started to see the Lord differently. She said to him, I have a question for you. Do we worship here or do we worship in Jerusalem. She started to ask the Lord about worshipping. The point here that this living water cannot be taken except through worshipping except through worshiping. To have this little living water, we said we have to come to the well, we have to ask, we have to leave our water to take this water, and we have to forgive. And the fourth thing we have to worship, We have to humble ourselves, we have to kneel down, and we have to wait for the Lord to pour it in our lives. And when we worship the Lord, the Lord will open heaven for us. And this lady, when she started to talk about worshipping, she actually had the living water. She had it. And once she had it, she was over the moon. She said to him, when the messiah will come he will tell us where to worship and what should we do and the lord looked at her and said what i am i am that messiah i am the one who you are waiting for the bible tells us she left her bucket and ran away afterwards for what? For her people in Samaria, her people, for her husbands, for everyone in that city, to tell them, come, come, come. I, I have seen someone who told me everything in my life. Come and see him. And she brought all the Samaritans to the Lord. So how can we have this living water? What is this living water? The Lord was talking about the Holy Spirit. That is the living water. And the living water, the Holy Spirit, cannot be in a bucket does not need a bucket but to have the Holy Spirit inside us you need to do what? To come to the world, to come to the Lord, where the Lord is and you need to make a decision. Are you ready to leave your own water to have the Holy Spirit, the living water? If you are ready to do so, then you need to forgive. So when you forgive, you are ready to have forgiveness. And when you have the forgiveness, are you ready to worship the Lord and to submit yourself for the Lord? Then you will have the living water, you will have the Holy Spirit. The disciples were waiting in the upper room for this moment, worshipping the Lord, praying. And the Bible tells us, while they were praying, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Prayers is a way to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Reading the Gospel is a way to hear the Word of God and have the Holy Spirit to fill your life. Coming to the church, having the communion, is a way that the Holy Spirit will dwell in you. And the Bible tells us she left her bucket and ran away to her people and brought everyone, everyone to the Lord to be filled with this living water too. How can we be filled with the Holy Spirit? Come to the well, ask, leave your water to have the living water, forgive, worship, and witness to the Lord. Serve the Lord witness to the Lord and serve him. Are you bringing everyone to the Lord? If you are bringing everyone to the Lord, then you are a witness to the Lord, serving the Lord. Or are you making people to hate, to hate Christianity? You know, uh, Gandhi, you know Gandhi? Yes. The British uh, the British people conquered India. And the Gandhi made a lot of effort to ask them to leave India. But through all this tension, Gandhi said, I loved the Christ, but I could not love the Christians. I loved the Christ, but I hated the Christians because the Christians couldn't be, couldn't give me the image of the Lord. The image of the Lord is so beautiful, so loving. Are we? bringing Christ to everyone or are we making everyone to be miserable? Are we witnessing to the Lord and serving him when he saved us? Be sure if you've been saved you have to be the Lord's witness and servant. If you can to do that, you might lose your salvation. You might lose your salvation. Because God doesn't like us to be selfish. You've been saved. Go out and bring the others. The Lord didn't tell this woman to go and get the Samaritans. No, didn't. But she was moved by the salvation she had, by the love she had, by the compassion she had to make everyone else enjoy it. And this is real the real love. You are loved, you need to love. You are saved, you need to help the others to be saved too and to bring them to the Lord. Bring them to the Lord. May our Lord Jesus Christ give us all to learn from this Samaritan woman that no matter how Sinners we are. But the Lord can change us to be his servants in no time, to be his witness in no time. May our Lord give us to be his servants, his witness, and the tools that he uses for bringing everyone to his love and his salvation. Glory to God forever. Amen.